following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Hey, where y'all at? It is a thrill. I love this show. You're telling me a big fat lot. I was hoping for funny crazy. I will get on stage on Broadway and I will reenact the rantings of Charlie Sheen one day. Think you can replace me with some other guy? Go ahead. It won't be the same. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. Do not bring Shakespeare into this. You're so smart. Oh, really? Well, so are you. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. I know exactly who that is. That's the mother that loses every goddamn game. That's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Get rid of him. Wow. Bros, come on. I love you, bros. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me, Savior! Decisions. Long slapper from Orloff. Deflection. Score! Dylan Strome. Right off the draw, they work their magic hard. Ricks in tight. Score! Sonny Milano. The Caps off the turnover. Make it two zip. Orloff lets it go. Stopped by the milk at the line. Score! It trickles through. Yes, it does. And the Caps are Back in the win column with a 4-0 shutout at the Mullet Arena in Tempe against the Coyotes. Welcome to the show, everybody. Bob Matthews here with you. Going to be joined by the Washington Post insider Samantha J. Pell in just a few minutes as we got another episode of For Whom the Pell Tolls coming up. Alex Ovechkin, the only capital right now on the All-Star uh, weekend roster. Uh, he will be there for the Metro Division Stars. But I tell you what, uh, the Caps, who appeared to be kind of middling in November, go on a heater in December. And then after eh, a couple of stumbles last week, look like they're back in business here. They did what they had to do against the Arizona Coyotes, one of the worst teams in the league, and that's go out and dominate on Thursday night. They got a 4-1 win over the Coyotes. Caps are solidly in that first wild card spot right now. They are a point behind the Rangers in the Metro Division. Caps with 56 points, a record of 25-17-6. The Rangers 25-14-7. They've got 57 points. Now, one thing to remember, one thing that has got to be worked out here is that the Caps have played more games than just about anybody on the schedule. Uh, I take that back as I glance at the standings right now. Uh, they have played more games than anyone on the schedule. Rangers have two games in hand with them. By contrast, you know, uh, Pittsburgh is got four games in hand with them. They've played four less games. They're only five points back. So, again, there's still a lot of flux here, but – the bottom line is that since December, this team has been a buzzsaw, one of the best in the league, and, you know, getting healthy. And that's one of the things we're going to talk to Sam about when, when she comes on. Nicholas Backstrom, Tom Wilson came back last week. The fact that they were working their way back into the lineup and the chemistry was changing, was that part of, of last week's little stumble? Perhaps, perhaps not. Uh, but as you just heard there in the open, you know, Wilson, uh, another goal this time on the power play. I don't know. Obviously, we are optimists here. We like to ignore the fact that this team has gotten knocked out in the first round of the playoffs in the last four years. However, getting the goaltending that they're getting, this could be interesting. 
It really, really could be. We've said it before. We have not seen a goalie yanked in the middle of a game yet for the Caps this year. And while they're not the leaders in goals against, they're doing pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Um, so let's see what's going to happen down the stretch. This one could be exciting and will certainly be very, very interesting. All right, let's get you some exclusive post-game locker room access. And let's go in and talk to some of the stars from the Coyotes game. Start with Darcy Kemper, the man who was the architect behind that 4 nothing shutout. By the way, Kemper now leads the league in shutouts this year. I'd say that's a pretty good signing by GM Brian McClellan. We asked Darcy last night. By the way, last night uh, was a homecoming for Darcy. Uh, spent part of his career with the Coyotes. Obviously not in this building, but that was the first thing we wanted to know. Hey, Darcy, what's it like coming back playing against your old team? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think it's about uh... – biting them or anything like that it's just uh uh you know I really enjoyed my time here and I like coming back and a lot of good memories so I think uh you know just feeling good when I'm out there I'm assuming he was uh speaking figuratively also asked him uh what the secret sauce was last night you know what he was uh, seeing out there in that shutout said the guys uh you know did a good job even when the coyotes kind of went on the offensive there yeah it was nice uh you know Nice to, you know, play a full 60 like uh, I think we've been doing a good job of. And uh, if you stick with it, uh, you know, not every game is going to go your way. But if you keep playing the, the right way, uh, you know, it will more times than not. And I think, uh, uh, you know, it, it's a veteran group that, that knows that. So we just uh, are sticking with it and uh, got rewarded tonight. And as important as Kemper is, I think that, uh, that uh, uh, Sonny Milano might be just as, if not more important. I mean, offensively, he has helped. He helped keep this team afloat when before Backstrom and Wilson uh, got back. Did it again last night with a goal, uh, and he said, "You know, hey, just uh, just working hard and seeing what happens." Honestly, I just was in the right spot at the right time. Um, those two really did all the work. Uh, I got the puck back in the forecheck and just got open and uh, got off my stick as quick as I could. And something interesting about Sonny Milano, look at that line that he's playing on right now. He's playing with Backstrom and Wilson. That says a lot. That says Peter Laviolette really trusts him. And that could be a very high-powered line coming down the stretch. We asked Sonny about that. He says, yeah, it's these these guys are starting to click. Yeah, definitely better than their first game together. Uh, I think we're starting to click a little bit and uh, understand we're going to be on the ice. So it's uh, definitely come along. Capitals continue their road trip Saturday night in Las Vegas. When we come back, Samantha Pell of the Washington Post joins us. We're going to break it all down and look ahead to what's coming up here in the next few days and weeks. That's next on the Bob Matthews Show right here on the Hockey Podcast Network. The NFL playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. And, I mean, we've got some great games. You know, you've got this weekend. The big rematch between Buffalo and Cincinnati. You know emotions going to be high there. 
the Giants and Philly and NFC East division battle, uh, the Chiefs and Jaguars. You know, can Trevor Lawrence continue the Cinderella story there? And the 49ers in Dallas, way the Cowboys played, you know, you got to think that maybe they snapped out of their funk. And, well, hell, the, the 49ers are, are one of the teams to beat. So go and get some action in on it because as entertaining as those games are, it's even better when you got something on the game. Uh, just go to DraftKings.com. Use the code THPN. New customers get $5 on the NFL uh, divisional round. You get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. That is DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code THPN. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. New York, in New York, if you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, Wyoming. 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas and New Hampshire. 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org in Connecticut. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Visit opgr.org in Oregon or 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia. 21 and older, 18 and older in New Hampshire and Wyoming, physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana. Select parishes there, by the way. Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming only. Void in Ohio and Ontario. Eligibility restrictions apply. $200 in free bets, valid one per customer, per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit, minimum $5 bet. Promo code required, $200 issued as free bets that expire in seven days, 168 hours after being awarded. Free bets must be wagered one time, and stake is not included in any returns or winnings. Stepped-up same-game parlay, one stepped-up same-game parlay token issued per eligible NFL playoff game after opt-in. Minimum $1 bet, maximum bet limits apply, minimum three-leg, each leg minimum, minus 300 odds. Total bet, plus 100 odds or longer. Profit boosted up to 100%. Ted legs for 100% boost. Promotional offer ends 2, 12, 23 at 11, 59, 59 p.m. Eastern time. See terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Time for another edition of For Whom the Pell Tolls. Capitals insider, Washington Post beat writer, Smith Pell, joining us now from Tempe, Arizona. Sam, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. As a proud ASU alum and the prodigal daughter of Tempe, Arizona, I am sure everyone at ASU throwing a parade as you made your way back into town. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. There's a huge parade. The horses were out. There's a whole thing. They're going to make a statue of me soon. Um, and well-deserved at that. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get down to it. Uh, you know, since the 1st of December, uh, 
give or take uh, of the last week or so. Uh, starting about December 1st, the Caps went on a real heater. Uh, climbed back into this thing, you know, after a rough start. And the whole time I kept thinking to myself how you were raving about Brian McClellan's offseason. Uh, you know, say, you thought that he had, he did a great job in acquiring talent and plugging holes. That really seemed to, to bear fruit in December, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think all the guys that they've picked up have been the reasons that this team has kind of held it together. And I know we'll talk about their last stretch um, here in a bit. But, yeah, Dylan Strom, uh, Eric Gustafson, I think have been fantastic <laughs> pickups. I think the goaltending has obviously been the star this entire time for the season and just how consistent it can be um, against really, really good teams. So I still think, you know, yeah, I stand by what I said earlier that I think McClellan had a great yeah. offseason, all of his pickups, and I'm really, really intrigued about what he's going to do for the rest of the year. And now, of course, uh, they're starting to get healthy again. Uh, Tom Wilson's back. Nicholas Backstrom is is back in the lineup. Um, when you look at the lines, both, you know, uh, against Phoenix and then, um, you know, going forward and, and everything, has it surprised you to see some of the scratches? I mean, Anthony Mantha has been scratched quite a few times. Lars Eller, who, who scored the, you know, the game-winning goal in, in Game 5 of the Cup Final, 2018's even and been scratched as a healthy scratch. I mean, it almost seems like there's, you know, too many skaters and not enough places on the roster. Yeah, I mean, so the lines uh, tonight for the Coyotes are the exact same as the other night against the Wild. So NAK is still on the top line. Kuznetsov is technically your fourth-line center still, but he played the highest total minutes of any other forward on the ice outside of Ovechkin. So mm -hmm. I guess you can argue – the Marcus Kuznetsov halfway line is your second line uh, by all respects. So they're keeping things the same. They're trying to create some type of chemistry, I think, which also means that Mansa is another <laughs> healthy scratch for, I believe this is the fourth game um, in the last seven that they've played. So yeah. maybe even four six, but um, yeah, I think, it's got to be a glaring question mark at this point now of what Capitals' plan is with Mantha and where do they see him fitting in? Like, are they trying to move him? Is is anyone trying to take that contract? I think there's a lot, a lot happening. What's Laviolette said, either you know, on or off the record, about Mantha? Is he not in the lineup because he's in the doghouse for some reason, or is it just that he's plain old not scoring goals and other guys are? Yeah, I mean, at this point, Laviolette said it's the coach's decision, and he's sticking to that being a coaching decision. And he liked the way that his group played against the Wild with the guys that were in the lineup, so he wants to give them another shot. Um, you know, maybe we see Mantha in Vegas or Colorado, and that seemed to be the case, right, for the last, you know, week or so of guys were just rotating. There's a rotation of veteran guys <laughs> being in and out of the lineup. But now that we're seeing Mantha get scratched again, uh, is really interesting and really intriguing to see what the overall thought process is, honestly, on that. How's Mantha responded to all this? I mean, he's a guy who, you know, they traded a big piece of their core a few, you know, years ago, and he hadn't really lived up to it. Um, has, you know, has he responded to this benching? I mean, I, I think he said, you know, in that same conversation, like, obviously the confidence would take some time to come back, um, but that's 
kind of interesting now that they've scratched him again. And I'm not sure how that confidence, you know, bounces back from another scenario like that. So I think it has affected him, but also he wasn't really ever given a, a shot after that first healthy scratch to get any rhythm um, because, right. you know, the lines are changed and people are in and out of the lineup and, you know, they had to play down a forward the other night and Dow was out. So I think there's a lot of things at play and I think they just, the Capitals honestly are just trying to find what works by any means necessary. And this is what they're going with today. And it would not surprise me in the slightest if we see another just big shuffle um, of the lineup on Saturday against Vegas. So what do you think we're seeing here? This is a veteran team. These guys almost know when to turn it on and turn it off. Do you think we're seeing a coaching staff that's just right now, they know this team has got the talent to make it to the playoffs and they're comfortable and confident in that. And so they're just trying to find the right line combinations to make, uh, you know, to make a deep playoff run. Yeah. They're, they're happy with their 13, 14 forwards that they have. I mean, it's, it's a luxury to have so many guys that they feel like they can insert into the lineup and can contribute, but it gets hard when you're having to scratch guys that have been in the entire time and have shown what they can do at points of their seasons. And it's, you're pulling guys out and what is the right thing to do? I think it's all trial and error. So I think for them, they're really trying to figure it out. And this is the best way that they feel like it is the way to go and how to operate. And is it, the correct thing I mean I think only time will tell and we'll look back on this time and say oh yeah you know this was the right move or no they handled this very poorly all right I'm going to wrap it up with this if everybody that follows Sam on Twitter and Instagram by the way Twitter it's at Samantha J Pelt uh knows that she is a foodie she's back in her college hometown says Sam What's on the menu for tonight? Do we just go with the generalities and say it's 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 tacos and Southwest food, or have you got something special planned for everyone? No, I definitely think tacos. There's a lot of really good taco shops on like Mill Avenue, um, which is really the big street in Tempe. Um, my favorite is actually not tacos; it's like a bruschetta bar. Uh, okay. It's called Postino Annex. It's like a wine tapa bruschetta place that I will tell anyone whenever they go to Tempe to 100% go there and everyone else that I know that's been to ASU basically says the same so I'm like it might, all right I'm gonna write that I'm gonna yeah I, I am going to write that one down and remember it so Matt Pell, thank you so much for joining us we always appreciate it because you are always so generous with your time we will talk to you again very soon my friend thank you absolutely thank you so much it's going to do it for us. we got to get on out of here. Don't forget, you can catch us on the Hockey Podcast Network's website as well as Spotify, iTunes, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Have a good one, everybody. It's Caps Vegas on Saturday night. We'll talk about it next week. And like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, do wear white.